Welcome to the Global Missions Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Nick Snoke. The name of the Lord is a strong fortress. The godly run into him and are safe. What a, what a wonderful promise that um, we get to read there in, in Proverbs. And as believers, it is so nice. What a luxury we have this morning that we can always find refuge and safety in the name of the Lord. We don't have to have it figured out. These times are, are very troubling that we're in today. But as believers, we have it all right there. The godly run into him and are safe. We don't have to have all these plans and uh, uh, all these backup plans. And this is so much more than just where we are in the world. This is where we are in our life. This is our our health, our job, relationships, you name it. The name of the Lord is a strong fortress and we can run into him. The Lord offers protection for his people. What a wonderful truth that is. We all need protection. You know, when a, a man gets married, he's supposed to be the three, P, the three P's, protector, provider, and preacher, I think are the three P's, if I remember right. Priest. priest. Yeah. yeah, priest, that maybe is better. Uh, but, but, you know, all of us need protection. And we get that, we're offered that from the Lord. If you'll turn, we're gonna we're gonna primarily, or maybe almost exclusively, stay in the Old Testament this morning. Uh, Psalms, the forty sixth chapter. I'm gonna read the first, the third verse. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. Um, I feel like some of the the writings of of King David, you know, we read David was a man after God's own heart. We also know that David was a warrior. And we know that David came through some real trials. He was a shepherd boy. He wasn't, he was the least amongst his brothers. You know, wasn't even thought of to be king of Israel. And then he, he became king of Israel and, and he was a, a warrior and really established uh, that, that, that area. And so I love some of his, his writings and I love the fact that he's so clear and descriptive that uh, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trial. And he says, bring anything, bring the oceans, let the mountains fall down on my head. I am taken care of in God. Because God always provides safety for his people. And if we go, and if we, if we kind of, uh, so I, I say that, and then if we, we go back and we continue to look at Proverbs, that, the 1810 there, uh, in there where it says, the godly run into him and are safe. So we have a promise that scripture starts with a promise and it says, the Lord is a strong fortress. And we all know that, right? And we all appreciate that. But the second part of it is, is the godly run into him and are safe. And so if we want safety in the name of God, it says there's an action that has to be done. And we have to run into him and we will be safe. And so, um, you know, our Heavenly Father is so great. He goes 99% of the way, 99.9% of the way. He makes it so good for us and easy for us. 
But still, we sometimes resist running directly into him. That 1% of us still hangs up. And we know that when we want that safety, we have to run into that, that fortress. And when I think of running, um, years ago, clearly not anymore, but years ago, I used to run quite a bit. And uh, one thing that you do when you run is you want to have as little weight on you as possible. So that's why you never see a marathon jogger jogging with a backpack on, with water bottles or whatever, right? And so when I think of like running into that fortress when you're in trouble, I think of you drop everything. You get as light as possible and you run as fast and as hard as you can. And that happens to us in our lives at times, I think. We realize that maybe we've gotten ourselves in a little bit of trouble. We've gotten a little carried away with our own agenda. We maybe have, have had some, some foolish things that we've done. And we allow our lives to get a little messy. And when your life gets messy, you're holding on to a bunch of junk, quite frankly. And we all do this. There's, there's Unfortunately, there's none of us that, that haven't fallen prey to this. But when I think of running into that fortress... Well, you drop the junk as quick as you can. You get as light as you can and you get as fast as you can. And some of those things, and I just made a list of a few of them this morning, that some of that junk that might slow slow us down that we slowly get into. I think as believers, the path grows narrower and narrower as we get closer to the Lord. And sometimes that's painful um, because there are things that maybe we could even somewhat justify are okay but in your heart you know the lord is saying i want you to get closer to me and so now i'm going to deal with this and i'm going to deal with this and that can be a little bit painful and so sometimes when i think about maybe some of the junk or the garbage that we hold on to it is easy to compare it to some stuff that the world may hold on to and we say whoa i'm a whole lot better than that like i'm faithful to my wife so i'm pretty good because what we see in the world is so bad, but that, that's not the way that the Lord has called us. And so some of this junk we hold on to, I think, is the enemy being a little sneaky with us, trying to get us from the sides, maybe not totally straight on. And so some of the things that, that we can hold on to and some of the junk that we, I think, develop in time um, is um, we overvalue our own opinions. We cannot spend enough time in prayer. Sometimes there are bad habits that can grow. Uh, some of the things that sometimes we need to, to run for refuge for could be health things. Uh, our job status, different relationships in our life. And so there's lots of reasons and things that we can run into that fortress that is God. And in time, sometimes we get carried away with our own agendas. And our agendas aren't necessarily bad, but I think the fact that we call them our own agenda is somewhat telling, right? You know, God's got a plan and a purpose, and it may be different than our agenda. And that doesn't mean that our agenda is wrong. It's just if it's not his plan and purpose, then that's not the agenda we want. But because we're humans, we figure things out. The Navy SEALs say, work the problem. That's what we do. We work the problem, right? And we develop our own path sometimes. And that's not wrong because you need to be responsible and you need to have a plan. But sometimes we say, well, you know, I think I really need to be this, 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 this. Uh, My vision for myself is this and this. And none of those are bad. 
But then we kind of get carried away. I'm making sure everybody sees us as this person. That we're always behaving like, you know, that person should behave. And uh, that we're putting a lot of effort into being, creating this plan for us. And if that's not the one that God has for us, calamity comes. We certainly don't have enough time this morning for me to tell you the plan for Nick that I had. And I'm a determined person. I like to get things done, just personally. If something's left undone, it bugs me. It bothers me until it's done. And I struggle with rest. I can't sit still. I have to be working. And it's like, you know, I'll put all my effort into that, um, whatever that be. And there are times that God has said, hey, you just put all your effort and worked at this so much and put so much energy into it. And that's not what I had for you at all. And how did that end for you? Because now you're the king of your plan and your plan wasn't my plan. Therefore, your plan ended poorly. And then what happens? Then I drop everything and I go run into the fortress that is the name of the Lord with no weight on me. And I say, oh, Lord, I was wrong. (laughs) That plan wasn't the one you had for me. If you'll turn in your Bibles to Proverbs, the 19th chapter in the 21st verse, you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. And I thank God for that because God's way is so much greater than our way, even though we don't always know that to be true. And I'm so grateful that uh, it says you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. It will always prevail. Question is, how quick do you hold on to the junk before you let it prevail? Um, you would think in time as you age, you would get smarter and wiser. And maybe in some situations that's true. But sometimes in age, I find that we get more stubborn because we feel like we got more knowledge and more wisdom. And so we're, we're slower to drop our plans and to get on board with the Lord's will. I'm not speaking to anybody in this room outside of myself this morning. Um, but I think this is true for all of us uh, as humans. Warren Weiserby uh, has a saying that uh, goes like this. The safest place in all the world is in the will of God. And the safest protection all the world is the name of God. The safest protection in all the world is the name of God. So we want to be in God's plan and in God's place of rest. And we want to be enjoying his refuge uh we're going back and forth between Proverbs and Psalms. If you could jump back to Psalms, the 127th verse, uh, Psalm, 127th Psalm, verse 1 to 2. Um, Mike Greif shared this scripture with me earlier this year, and it just had such an impact on me. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding it with centuries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. If God doesn't build the house, all your effort and time is wasted, we read here in Psalms. And so we want to be so dialed in to the Lord that our efforts are being spent asking him for his direction. And we know when we do that, we know that God is always there for us and he always offers us a place of rest 
and protection and peace and joy. All of that is found when we're in the will of the Lord and we're walking in his plan for our life. And when you feel those things start to wane a little bit, that's probably a really good time to feel a warning. Like, hey, maybe I'm getting a little carried away with this, this or that. Put in whatever whatever it is you're feeling and that's fine. Then you just stop and you try to get back on the Lord's path and get onto the agenda that he has for us. And here's another thing about God uh, that I'm so grateful for. He never cancels us. <laughs> he never looks and says, okay, you know, I was patient with you in your 20s because you were in your 20s. I was patient with you again in your 30s. Now you're in your 40s and you really ought to know better. And after a thousand times, like, okay, now I'm going to cancel you. Like now, you know, we don't need you anymore. Uh, God is much like my third grade uh, experience in school. When you fail, he lets you do it over again. <laughs> um, I did third grade twice. <laughs> and God lets us do that. Praise his name, right? Because we get stuck in our own thing. And he says, golly, Nick, you're such a knucklehead, but I love you so much. And in me is protection. And when we read this scripture that we started with in Proverbs 18th chapter in the 10th verse, it says, the name of the Lord is a strong fortress. And the godly run into hot, run into him and are safe. It never says you get X amount of tickets at the gate to go in to get safe. And when you use those tickets, uh, you're on your own. And I'm so grateful that God does that, that he allows us to come back over and over and over again. And that doesn't mean that we want to go uh, act foolish and say, oh, hey, I can behave any way I want. God will forgive me. God will forgive you. He gives you salvation. He gives you grace, right? But we want to come back and we want to be remorseful for those things that we should not have done. We want to throw the weight off of our back. We want to surrender to God and say, I was wrong. I chased my plan. I had my ideas. And now I find myself running to you once again for safety. But I know I'll find it in you, Lord. And I don't ever want to be outside of this fortress again. And please forgive me for the times that I've left it. And thank you for your grace that you let me back in. There are times and there are situations in our life where we're either put into trouble or we create trouble. And the, the, the moral of the story there is it doesn't matter. Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into him and they are saved. Deuteronomy uh, 31st chapter, the 8th verse. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. In our life this week, as we get up tomorrow morning on Monday morning, and there may be challenges waiting for you at work, in your home, in your family, in your relationships, with your health, with whatever Put, put whatever in the blank there. The Lord will be with you. He will go ahead of us. He will make a way for us. He will give us protection. He will give us safety. He will give us refuge and he will give us peace. And my prayer for all of us this morning is we would just walk totally in that freedom that we have. I think sometimes as humans, we tend to think that God can love everybody, 
but maybe me a little bit less than everybody else because of things that I've done or thoughts that I've had or ways that I have felt. And that is just a trick of the enemy. Totally a trick of the enemy. Because God, when he, when he gives us the word, like we just read there in Deuteronomy, that means for every single one of us. And so when he says, do not be afraid or discouraged, he doesn't say, don't be afraid. You can be a little discouraged because you earned it. <laughs> he didn't say that, right? Because God is not human. God is the creator of love. So he looks at you with love, reckless abandonment, love. And he says, come into me. Don't be discouraged. You have no reason to be discouraged. Why? I died. I sent my son to die for you. So you shouldn't be discouraged. Don't ever feel that way. And if you are discouraged, that means you're carrying some of that weight. You got to get rid of to run faster into the strong tower anyway. And I will personally go ahead of you. And that you is universal for everybody in this room and everybody who hears this. And I will be with you. And I will never fail you and he will never abandon you. I thank God for his goodness and his uh, graciousness. The, the problem that we're facing at times in our life may be complex. And it may be in earthly standards very difficult to figure out. Um, we have economists today that are spending a lot of time trying to figure out what is going to happen tomorrow. And we've, we're, you know, on a global side of things, we're faced with some real challenges that have never happened before with a global pandemic and things shutting down and then things starting up and supply chain and all these crazy things that we see today. So the problem can be complex. And sometimes I think because the problems are so complex and we live in a world where we offer our own opinions that probably aren't worth a whole lot to see what the problem is and how complex it is. But the solution doesn't have to be complex. <laughs> we just feel like it does sometimes. So uh, in, in closing this morning, um, I would just go back to uh, Proverbs, the scripture of the day by chance, uh, Proverbs 18.10. And everybody should memorize this. And, and you who are younger in this room, who still have sharp minds that memorize things well, I would really encourage that you memorize Proverbs 18.10 and you quote it regularly. And then in the times when you are faced with trouble or challenges at school or in your life or whatever it may be, you just, when the enemy is attacking you, you just quote this scripture. The name of the Lord is a strong fortress. The godly run into him and they are safe. Amen. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.